This is Cultivate a Good Life, episode 27. Make it happen where you are with what you have. Make it happen. In the words of Mariah Carey, (laughs) my mom's favorite Mariah Carey song. All right, let's make it happen, gals. Hi, I'm Becky Proudfit, and with me is my friend and co-host. Giggling already. Giggling already. The I'm one sorry. and only Becky Higgins. You could be, start uh, just call your podcast the Giggling Beckys. Oh, that'd be good. That's one. That actually would have been fun. That would have been. Who's that other voice, Becky? Oh, it's an angel. Man, Brooke White angel. in the house. What? Hi. No. Hi. Are we so lucky? Actually, in the hotel. Yeah, this is Brooke true. White in, in a hotel. fancy hotel. Yeah. We are. We are Thanks, in a fancy, honey. fancy hotel. Thanks, Mr. Proudfit. Yes, Thank you. We sure love you for our fancy hotel. Yeah, I'm loving it. We're hanging I'm out in it. hotel room and happy as clams to be finally actually getting to sit down together on the floor. Yes. Because this is where we apparently find ourselves comfortable. Right. And we have so much to talk about. Yeah. Before we go there, before we go deep diving into Brooke's beautiful mind. <laughs> Let's hear a word oh, from this that? week's sponsor. Betty's Zip Up Bedding is the easiest, most durable, beautifully designed bedding in the world. Mm-hmm. The fitted sheet, blanket, and comforter are sewn in with a durable, easy-to-use zipper, and it fits on the bed like a fitted sheet. In the morning, it zips up so your bed looks perfectly put together, and it is so easy to use that even my six-year-old in the top bunk can make her own bed. Sounds kind of amazing because it is Betty is a favorite in our home too. There are so many other really cool features that you'll learn about when you visit their website. Be sure to take notice of some of the other things they have, including coordinated blankets. In fact, I kind of cuddle with my Betty's blanket every single day. And are you ready for this? We are absolutely crushing on their new line of decorative pillows that are so totally going to find a home in my new home. That's awesome. I can't wait to see. And I have to say, I ordered a few of those myself. Mm, I cannot wait till they get here. When you go shopping at Betty's.com, that's B-E-D-D-Y-S.com, we want you to save. So be sure to enter Becky20 at checkout and you'll be saving 20% off of your entire purchase. We're all about sharing perks with you as a listener of the Cultivate a Good Life podcast. And seriously, friends, we cannot wait for you to experience having Betty's in your life. And here we go. Here we are. Here Put we on are. your swimsuits, kids. We're going diving in Brooke's <laughs> mind. <laughs> it's, a, it's a deep, murky pool, so uh, look out. Murky is not the word I would I use to know. describe maybe you. Murky, murky, maybe more... Um, uh, beautiful. That's nice. Okay, I was going to say... Maybe a little... Maybe it's the most beautiful kind of chaos you ever did it's, see. Yeah, it's, it's it's there's some bubbles. There's a lot of a lot of bubbles. <laughs> there's some bubbles in there. Some uh, I don't know. Okay, listen. Some, let's some think back. Te- some coral. Let's think tangly back. coral. Brooke, stay Algae. with me here. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> see, I told you. Ready? 
Yeah. American Idol season seven. I actually totally remember this. Oh my gosh, that music just took me. It, I watched. Let me tell you, when I hear the song, yeah, it like makes my stomach. I was gonna do a say, big flip room. Do you have like a physical reaction? For to sure, that? I have a physical reaction. Oh. The first couple seasons after watching the show, like mm-hmm. being on the show, I almost couldn't watch it. And the way I would explain it, it was kind of like seeing an old boyfriend with someone new okay yeah. just is kind Whoa. of like weird and makes you feel kind of just kind of icky, icky a little bit inside and i hate saying that but like for a yeah. couple of years it was like i just i knew what it was i i just it made me nervous for the contestants totally. and also like oh it's just weird but All now i watch it now and it's like no big deal but yeah, no, can, it was I, crazy. can I have a confessional moment? Let's yes. have a moment. Guys, I have a really hard time and I, I'm being totally honest. Okay. I think your season was the last one I've watched. No problem. Because oh, wow. I have a really hard time committing to shows that are like multiple times a week. So mm, gotcha. I just have an issue okay. with like any kind of contest show. Mm-hmm. I usually it, make it's it a deep commitment. Auditions really and then like we go auditions and then I skip right to like the ending grand finale type. Got you. Thing. Interesting. Okay. Well, okay. not that season because if I remember correctly and I do, we watched we watched every single no. episode yep. and we were watching Brooke mm-hmm. and we were Thank watching you. David. Of yep. course. David at Archuleta. Yes. Right? And so I don't know what it well, I do know. I do know what it is that drew me to both of you, but your raw talent is like mind blowing. Yeah, there's that. Goodness, thank you. And and it is full of light. Like, mm-hmm. and that's how I feel about David too. I yeah. just think that he is light. And he it's is beautiful. He is he is light. Yeah, big time light. I just actually saw him perform at the Troubadour over Christmas, and it was like impossible to keep tears out of your eyeballs it Uh was just so beautiful and Mm -hmm. so touching and his voice is just so powerful but it is more than just a beautiful voice it's like a deeply soulful spiritual light-filled instrument it's magic it's really neat no and he he has used it beautifully and so have you and thank you if you're not if you're not already following Brooke on Instagram, by the way, because mm-hmm. if you want to follow someone who just loves doing their stories, she's my favorite. So fun. She's so much I fun to Thank watch you. because why? I mean, think about it. Why do you connect with stories? Because that's where you can we be. We just get to be ourselves. Mm-hmm. I always say it's so like, authentic. it's like unbuttoning the top button of your, of your high waisted jeans. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, mm-hmm. let's just breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just like, you know, let's just be, be just humans yeah. here for a minute. Totally. Um, sometimes longer than a minute, sometimes <laughs> a lot of minutes, but <laughs> it's just fun to like not be a statue on the main gram, which sometimes, mm-hmm. which might be like self-imposed or like un, unspoken rules of Instagram of kind of like right. what works and what mm-hmm. is Instagram able and yeah. Instagram worthy and curated and yeah. color on brand color in yeah, your palette branded yeah, totally. and like palleted totally. it's just nice to like have zero palette zero brand just just go hang out and totally just have a good time so i do like the stories the best that's kind of the where stories I live. are pretty great they are I'm thankful for them yeah no there's a real connection that can real happen. connection mm-hmm. I, well i say real connection we all know that there's no connection that's quite like 
real actual like where we are like like, like actually like seeing in a room each other of, yeah. around a coffee table yes. in a, in a, in a hotel room sitting yeah. on some pillows That's with your actual pants unbuttoned my pants I might are really unbuttoned right now everybody <laughs> it's true <laughs> I'll unbutton mine too so for everyone's benefit worry. who watched American Idol like yeah. we did and that's where we mm-hmm. were introduced to you where has Brooke White been for the past decade like what's kind of the the path that life has taken you lately Can, I don't I'm, I'm trying I mean that's to, a windy uh, road it's right a windy road okay first off I'm just gonna put this out there it's been 11 years since American Idol which is Woo. just a like big, a lifetime which wow. is just a lifetime yeah and in some ways it feels like oh yeah for sure it, it just feels like it, it just happened but also it doesn't it also feels like 11 years ago it really does because yeah. you know Idol was such a thing in and itself like it's you know, probably the biggest thing I'll have ever done. Um, I really, you know, plateaued there. But I thought the podcast uh, peaked, was I should the say, biggest thing. There. But whatever. Oh no, no, you're yeah. wrong. Oh, sorry, yeah, totally. podcast sorry, is, no, your, this is a is new. Your this is a new yeah. height, a new level, <laughs> and so I take that back. But no, I have done so many things since then, and I've so had many a great deal of experience, really like meaty experience um, between then and now. And so, yeah, I feel like who I was then, who I am now, yeah, they definitely resemble each other. But it's it's like I look at back then and it's like I see even videos of me and, yeah, it was just a lot younger and I had less experience. And, and yeah, I'm thankful for time. I'm thankful for experiences yeah. that pass and let us, like, change and grow and learn and get better or get worse <laughs> sometimes uh, I, don't yeah. know. I don't know what that means get rusty or something but yeah uh, not worse but you know what I mean but um oh that's like legit Hollywood sirens in the background guys this <gasps> is all day long every day you and, guys wow. we are in fancy Hollywood <laughs> yeah we are right on the main in yeah. sunset we're on sunset is that where we are absolutely yes <laughs> We are on Sunset, which is a major... I'm just major... laughing because it's funny that I don't know. I drove us here. But listen, in all fairness, Becky navigated. I did. So listen, since uh, the past 11 years, hello, yeah. a couple of kids. A couple later, of kids. By the way. So mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you asked me, what have I been doing? Yeah. Um, so I have... So after the show, I made a record immediately. I started a record label mm-hmm. with Randy Amazing. Jackson. With Randy Jackson yeah. at the time called June Baby Records. And um, I released my first record or my first post-idol record called High Hopes and Heartbreak. I went on tour. I did that. I made a couple made-for-TV movies. I just didn't sit down, really, until, you know, I had a baby. And then that's, yeah, that's right. when I said you're going to have to, mm-hmm. you're going to have to probably sit or lay down for this one. So yeah. until then, I really just... Give us 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? And, and even though you're sitting or laying down, you're still going to have to work. Right. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, I just really kept going. I started a band called Jack and White as well. Totally and I remember that. I made a bunch mm-hmm. of EPs with that band. It was super fun. And I also started a web series called The Girls With Glasses mm-hmm. Show. And it's, you know, basically a YouTube channel. It's a, you know, a lifestyle uh, slash parenting slash parodies slash fashion slash whatever we feel like making. Slash whatever you Mm -hmm. and Summer want to do. Whatever we all want to make. So, yeah, with Summer Balesa, who's one of of my dearest friends. And um, so, yeah, we make that little show together and create lots of content there and yeah, I, um, yeah, I had a baby in 2012, London. She is my six-year-old, uh, free-spirited little, little lady. Um, 
the she's most artsy, darling, artsy, beautiful. little gal. Oh, she's so mm-hmm. beautiful. She is beautiful, and she is so intuitive, and like it's amazing to mm. watch children grow. Totally. It's amazing mm-hmm. to see them develop into who they are, and like it's it's been a trip seeing her at six years old because her her like um, her intuitiveness is just like really strong and it's amazing to see that happening in this last year that's cool it is really cool six seems like a big year because i have a a six-year-old girl too Mm -hmm. and man i don't know this year she's developing she like says these one-liners that are really deep dude these one-liners that they're coming up with and i'm thinking did you repeat are you repeating this from somewhere or like Mm -hmm. she's she's, exactly she's (laughs) like entering into some really high level thinking that's love that quite honestly a little (laughs) intimidating for me but it's hilarious we were just on the beach i took my kids down to carpenteria state beach and my husband was out of town and we decided to go out there and it was a seashell just paradise Mm. there was low tide and we were freaking out at the shells we were finding these are like shells at the bottom of the ocean like you Mm -hmm. just don't find these shells laying out on the beach they were probably loving oh we were on top of the world maybe having one of my best mom days of my Mm -hmm. best life my best mom life and way down way down the way it was this um big tar these rocks covered in tar and they're way down there but there's tide pools there and i said do we want to walk all the way down there she said yes mom Let's give it our all. Oh, she goes, come on, mom, stand up for yourself. And I laughed because it was a little like the context wasn't totally right, but the spirit of it, the spirit of the message was was there. Yeah, you're right. Let's stand up for ourselves and freaking walk down to those tie rocks. That's so cute. It was cute. It was. Oh, I love that. We have to back off on my levels. No, no, no. You're listening. I got a little loud. You're good. So, um, they called me Foghorn in high school, and I know why. But um, (laughs) anyway, so yeah, I had her, and then, and then I went through uh. I went through a good solid spell of secondary infertility, um, it, which kind of resulted in doing IVF. And, uh, I went through that experience, which was pretty, pretty life altering. And it, uh, it blessed me with a, a, a very, uh, beautiful boy named Sonny. And, um, he's named that because that's what he is. He just is, he was sunshine after a good solid, long, dark tunnel. So mm. he is two and a half now. And, um, they're, they're just, you know, I have two kids and sometimes I'm like, yeah, I I only have two kids, Mm -hmm. right? Like just two, but like really it's, it's, I have two kids, dude, humans, yeah, two humans created by your bodies. Yes. But I'm always amazed. Like when people have more than two, I'm like, wow, wow. And I I will likely (laughs) have another one, but it's just like. It's, you know, being a parent, taking care of people, raising people is enormous. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what I've been up to. So you've had quite the journey. That's where I'm at. And then I made some more music recently. I have a new record coming out. Will you tell us about that? That is so exciting. Or is that, that going to come up in this conversation? You want to tell us about I, it now? I mean, it could. Listen. It, it might. However it we'll is woven out. into. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, you've had so much in your heart and on your mind about what we're talking about. This was yeah. your choice. This was this was your wow. idea, this topic. So why don't you walk us through what's been in your mind? And the music ties into it, uh, right? Yeah, it very so. much ties into it. So I think what we kind of, we were in this text chain. It was like, Brooke, what do you want to talk about? And I was like, oh. no pressure. What's yeah. no, bury I mean, your beautiful soul? To, <laughs> yeah. Well, the whole thing with this brain that we're swimming in is that I struggled to to be able to like, 
you know, it's like a lot of little fish just swimming around and it's like trying All to like time. get my hands around one little fish and like define what that fish is. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, coming up with like this concept of what we're talking about was like, okay, I have a lot of different things, a lot of little, little ideas swimming around, but mm-hmm. I think we kind of, we landed on this and it felt really right. It just felt yeah, really good to for all of us. All of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just because this is a very human thing and yeah. we all could probably relate to it, but I've really been kind of like in, in the thick of it, which is to just make it happen, you know, where you are with, you know, what you have. Mm-hmm. And essentially it was kind of this idea of like letting go of what you think it should be or could be and letting it be what it is. Yeah. And loving it. Like just wrapping your arms around it and making the most of what it is. Totally. And it, and building upon that. Mm-hmm. And it's and it doesn't mean that it can't go somewhere else or that it can't become something different, but it's like it's their starting place. And and we're always if we want to start, if we want to make something, we have to do something. We most often have to just start doing it. Right. Or there's no there's no better time, there's no better place, there's no certain amount of money that you're gonna yeah. you know, it's like if you're waiting for these things the thing will never happen. Mm-hmm. I repeat, the thing <laughs> will never happen. Yeah. Truth. You must start now where you are with what you have. Mm-hmm. And that could be freaking frustrating because you're like, well, how? I don't have, you know, you'll think of all the reasons why something can't happen, right? Our yeah. brain is really good at supplying reasons why oh, yeah. something mm-hmm. is Excuses just not going to happen because the timing and well, when my, you know, this or that happens. And so in my case, this was making music again. And for me, I, you know, I had, after I had London, I really kind of kept going. She flew like 25 times her first year of life, literally like a lot of times till she was very naughty on the airplane and I decided that I oh, love no. her, but I'm not flying with her anymore. Right. So <laughs> I kind of started slowing my roll mm-hmm. and over time I just kind of let it hit the back burner. Yeah. Uh, motherhood. And also just, I'm going to be straightforward. Like pursuing this passion is gut wrenching and heartbreaking on many levels. Yeah. There's, there's it. great rewards. Well, you know, anything that we pursue in life, I mean, mm-hmm. even if it, whether it's parenting or, some sort of goal or, or career or relationship, there's going to be some sort of, there's going to be some sort of kind opposition, of opposition, setbacks, setbacks, roadblocks. Pain, I mean, you name it, right? Challenge, right. trade-offs, you know, yeah. trade-offs mm-hmm. or things that don't, you know, don't line up with what our expectations or hopes would be for it. And so, totally. yeah, I will say that like pursuing music has broken my heart on many occasions to the point where I'm like, I don't know if I have it in me to keep going. Sure. And so I think when I had my baby, it was a timing of kind of like, now's my time to kind of like, just be there in parenting. Right. And, and let it kind of hit Mm -hmm. that back burner, but you know how it goes. It's still kind of a simmering back there. Right. That thing that, that, that hurts but is you're still a big part of who you are and a mm-hmm. big part of your soul and, and who you are. It, it, it's not going to go away. And you can't ignore it. You right. can't. You can push it down for a while. You yeah. can push it but down. But then it bubbles. It, it ends bubbles. up bubbling back up. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, re- the whole, like, the whole 
burner meant like visual is really good because it's like, mm. yeah, it's back there, but it's, it's not like, it's not turned all the way off. That flame is always kind of still simmering underneath it. And so mm-hmm. for me, there was kind of like the just internal struggle of not doing it and like trying to be where I was, but just like doing it, not doing it right. Like right. what is harder doing it or not doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so yeah. kind of debating that out and it's fine. I think my decision to kind of let it be back there was it the good decision. Like, like, you know, settling into motherhood for a while. And then I tried to get pregnant again, because honestly my husband and I had been married eight years before we had London. Mm-hmm. And, um, she was like, basically a really wonderful surprise because I didn't know when I was going to be able to have a baby. Everyone in the music business had always told me like, there's no good time to have a baby. Well, no, no one told me that. No one told me my attorney actually said, listen, Brooke, no one's ever going to tell you to have a baby, but I'm going to, because my children are the best thing that ever happened to Mm. me. And I'm the only person in this business is ever going to tell you that. So don't wait to have your kids. Mm -hmm. It'll work out somehow. But everybody else was kind of like, whenever I would bring it up, it was like, I remember sitting like in the office of like a big agent And they were like, they were talking about a big country star that they knew that was wanting to start having a family. Mm -hmm. And they were like, okay, well, and this is, I have, you know, previously hadn't done country, but I was going to Nashville and I was trying to get started there. I was taking trips. I didn't live there, but I was like, I took a trip there. And he was like, you know, when she's out, we're going to need someone else to like, you know, fill in the space. In my heart, I was like, but I need to like. Mm-hmm. I'm getting older here and right. me and my husband like this is something we really want yeah but he was like yeah we're gonna get you on the road and you're gonna do this and I'm thinking well that star who's getting ready to have a baby like I, I potentially could be doing that too so it was like right. I remember just thinking like this was a really fast moving train that I didn't know how to get off of and mm-hmm. it wasn't like I wanted off completely right but it was like very complicated yeah is all I can say and so yeah I had London and her timing was perfect and she came into my life and she came into our life and changed our life and changed my life. And it was, there's a real long story behind it, but I was like on the brink of getting a record deal with my band, Jack and white. And we were having a, a showcase that one night for a big record label. And my voice was gone because we had just done so many shows in a row and I was just tired. And I went in to go get a steroid and my doctor made me take a pregnancy test merely just because you have to before he gives the obligatory. Yeah. Yeah. And I took it. And I was pregnant and it was a huge shock. It was like a crazy, like what crazy. Yeah. So wow. the long story short of that sh- or short. Yeah. Long story short <laughs> yeah. blah, 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 is that I did not get a record deal, right? but I got a baby Yeah. and it was, mm-hmm. um, to be honest, it was like a really like a gnarly transition, like letting go of that. Yeah. Just part shifting your shifting. Well, and that idea, that, that idea. Thought. Yeah. So yeah, she came in and it was like, she kind of was like an intervention in a way in my life. And so, yeah, she came in and I just kind of let it all go at a certain, I just kind of let it kind of simmer back mm-hmm. there. And, mm. and then I, yeah, I went through infertility with secondary infertility before I had Sunny and, um, I was still making content for girls with glasses and we do a lot of like funny parenting parody stuff, Yeah, which is really fun. But I just, there's this like itch that I just couldn't scratch of like 
making a record mm-hmm. singer song, like that's the thing to me that I love doing the most if I never had to promote it a day in my life I would right. just make records every day for the rest of my life like, because mm-hmm. the promoting is the, the gut-wrenching that, yeah. s- just mm-hmm. gut-wrenching stuff for me the so, stuff that you of all of the work that you do in music you favorite. could let that go completely. I could well yeah. well kind of I kind of could. I mean, I would say like if I could just give it to someone else to do. There you go. Then cool. But like to me, because I'm an independent artist, because, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't have a big label behind me and millions of dollars behind me. What I have is me. Right. To push myself. And it's very vulnerable and scary and it's difficult and expensive. And sometimes you don't see uh, a huge return on it. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's really it's challenging. Um, but all this to say, uh, there's this great. Do you know Seth Godin? Mm-mm. Oh yeah, Godin. Oh, Seth Godin. Seth Godin. Yeah. Sorry, uh-huh. forgive me. I wonder yeah. if I said anything. For those of you who don't know, he's pretty much just like the marketing guru, and he's a, of he's amazing. The marketing world. So yeah. I'm listening to his yeah. book. This is marketing. Okay. And he cool. Talks about this. He's like, if if making things, if painting and writing or making music is, and it's like. There's some, it's, I'm going to maybe ha- hack this quote, but it's like, if that is so great and so wonderful, why is it, why is it not enough? And he basically hmm. said like, it's not enough. It's not enough just to make something. Um, you, it's not, it's, what is it that he said? Something about like, it's not, um, it's not, it, it doesn't, oh crud. We're going to look it up and we're gonna, it. We're going to, I'm going to look it up, but it's basically, it's like, um, it's not, it's not enough just to have made something. It, it doesn't until it, it hasn't basically like it's, it's about making an impact. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't changed something, it's not enough to have just made something mm-hmm. like, you, you know, just to sit in your house I and play it. piano and sing to your family. I mean, that could change them actually, but, or alone in a room that is satis- There is satisfaction in that, mm-hmm. but to know that you can make impact that you can, change something and affect change in the world is really I think we're us as makers and creators and really human beings and artists we need to there is a drive in us to do that so yeah Mm -hmm. there is a part of me that still wants to do that so here's where we are last year Christmas time my husband says to me on Christmas day it's time to make another record and and P.S. I did actually make two little records in between one was well one was for OUR to raise money for this oh, awesome. operation. Yeah, the Road. we they love rescue them. Rescue children from sex trafficking, and they're amazing. It was a collaboration record. And they are it was amazing. Fast and Furious, and I made a Christmas record right after Lennon was born. But like those were kind of like random little projects, right? So sure. this was like I hadn't made a a record record yeah. in a long time. And your husband was the one that brought it up? So he said to me up? on Christmas Day, wow. I really feel like That's it's cool. time for you to make another record. Wow. Meanwhile, you know, Sonny was just a little over one. I'm still nursing him. I have a daughter in kindergarten. I'm walking her to kindergarten every day. Like, I'm mo- mm-hmm. a mom, right? Yeah. I'm living that mom life. And so when he says it to me, there's like obviously like a little, like a little... Flutter. Flutter. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. A little like that fire. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. what? Mm-hmm. It, it made me excited. Yeah. But then I instantly went to this, like, all the reasons why it's not going to work. Wait, how could we do this right now? He's he's changed careers in the last three years, and it's mm-hmm. been a process building yeah. that back up. And, um, you know, having 
you know, our children. And, and the whole idea is that I was going to go to Nashville, right? I wanted to make this country record. I've been yeah, kind of suppressing this country thing for quite a long time and have had opportunities, but it just hasn't been the right time. And um, I was going to go make a country record years ago, and then it just it didn't feel right, and I ended up starting Jack and White and didn't make country music at all. So anyway... I grew up listening to a lot of country in Arizona. Oh, yeah. K-I-X and Camel Country. Oh, yeah. And George Strait and Faith Mm -hmm. Hill and the Judds and, you know, Sawyer Brown, Alan Jackson. Like, I listened to a lot of that stuff in addition to my 70s, like, singer-songwriter stuff. You had a pretty good mix of what you were listening to. I had a really good mix of stuff. I I grew up in a family of music lovers. But, like, you need to know that my love for music is consuming. That's Mm. cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's also um, consuming. Consuming. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. that word is, uh, I don't want to say it's negative, but it can it can cause imbalance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think my fear has always been like, you know, as a mom right now, can I trust myself yeah, to go back Very to that? Very good point and mm-hmm. something that was totally worth considering. Yeah. Well, I told it to my husband right in that right. point. I said, you know what it's like for me when I get into this. Right. Mm-hmm. This right. consumes me. Yeah. And I'm in a different place now. I have these two kids yeah. that we have a family. And can I give to music what it demands? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And still be there for my family. And so... He said, I know it's going to be hard, Brooke. Yeah. Of course it's going to be hard. It's always has been hard, but I think it's still, you should do it. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I'm very thankful. I'm very fortunate that I had him giving me that push and saying, let's just take it to the back, put it up on one of those front burners. Yeah. And, um, and you know, there's not many up there, usually just two. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, music and motherhood. Here we right. go. Yeah. yeah. And um, so Nashville, that was the thing, right? Well, that, that's where it has to happen, right? right? Country music happens in Nashville, yep. right? Yep. And I kind of, for years, have always known that, like, if I was going to make a country record, the only place that you make it is is in Nashville. That's mm-hmm. where it will be taken seriously, and you're in with the right, right. got to be in with the right people. And there was a producer there that I've worked with before on, on the Never Grow Up record that his name is Daniel Tashian, and I wanted to work with him. Yeah. And so Dave told me, Let's let's get you to Nashville and you'll work with Daniel and that was our plan. That's what I in my head like really really wanted it to be. Yeah. And you know, we get into January, we get into February and we decide to I'm thinking, well, how am I going to get there, right? I literally am nursing. Yeah. A baby still. Right. Mm-hmm. Like how will this even work? I'm like how? And, and right? I'm, I'm getting a little girl to school every day. Like mm-hmm. I'm just going to up and go to Nashville. Like it's yeah. not, I don't have that type of just freedom at this right. point in my life. And so he's like, we'll figure it out. <laughs> and anyway, I I just kept trying is kind of the long story. And, and we had built, we had this studio up at the top of our, garage that was an unfinished space that we always thought we would make for me to be in my studio and hmm. so our thought was we'll finish off the studio we will you can write all the songs up there mm-hmm. and then get to go to Nashville and by the time we did that we went over budget right because everything because that's pit, just right? what happens yeah two just, weeks what it yeah. is just uh-huh. two more weeks two more weeks uh-huh. two more weeks uh-huh. and so part of my my budget 
you know, we had a very small, very, very small, modest budget to make this record happen. Like the smallest I've ever had. And, but I was like, you know, I'll just be smart and we'll do our best with it. But by the time I'd done that, and then I was pricing out like, okay, I bring my kids, I hire a nanny, I get an Airbnb, I pay a producer. It was like, there is, that, that is not happening. Right. Mm -hmm. There's no way. There's no way. But at the same time, um, I got a call from these, these producers, um, that I had worked with these songwriters that me and Jack had worked with on this record that we did called lost. Actually I did make that record, but it took three years to make and we didn't really promote it or anything, but we made it. Um, so we had made this record with them and, or we'd made this song lost with them and they called me around the same time. And they said, we'd love to, we'd love for you to come out to the studio. So I did. And when I got there, they said, we really feel like we need to make a record with you. And I hadn't talked to him in like a year. Wow. wow. And I'm sitting here and I'm yeah. thinking, and I'm, I'm like praying about this Yeah, and I'm already kind of like feeling heartbroken. I'm like, see, I knew this was just not going to work. Mm-hmm. Like this is just not going to work right now with my life situation yeah. and our, and our finances and this stage of life I'm in. Like, it just doesn't make sense to do this. Right. right. I was already like, and they called me and I come down there and they're like, we want to do this with you. And yeah, I mean, they're like an, you know, because we're in LA, <laughs> like a 45 minute drive for me or maybe an hour, but that's still closer than Nashville. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of like, okay, cool. Or let, let, let's tr- at least try yeah. writing. And I told him, Hey, I'm looking, I'm actually wanting to make a record. It was like, you guys yeah, good timing. Yeah. So I said, let's start writing. So we did, we started writing and within a couple of weeks, it, it, it was getting very good. It was mm-hmm. like, it was like, this is it. Yeah. And, um, so I decided to stay in California and be a mom and take my little girl to kindergarten and keep nursing my baby and drive, you know, to the studio in California and make a country record in California. But doesn't it have to happen in Nashville? Well, (laughs) isn't that the way it's supposed to to work? It tends to happen in Nashville. (laughs) And look, I mean, I just finished this record in December and it's still, I haven't released it. I mean, by the time this, this is out, um, I, I have just released a song within the week as, as it kind of a big it deal. Would out. Yeah. It's a very big deal and I'm releasing it independently. And, and just like I said, I'm, I'm already experiencing that like PTSD about having yeah. to promote it and put myself out there and anxiety and stuff. And mm-hmm. Almost took myself to the hospital thinking I was having like a heart attack, you know, a couple days ago, but, um, it stands to be seen whether this is going to be accepted by country music. Mm -hmm. I don't know that it will. I don't know that it will. I don't know that this is going to be successful. I don't know that me doing it this way is like going to work, you know, quote unquote, be successful. I don't know, but I do feel like the best thing I did was just doing it mm-hmm. here. And it is, I love it. That's so I cool. feel yeah. like it turned out the way it did because I did it here. Right. And to Especially be honest, there's the, a lot. Yeah. Of, to, there's a lot of country gals in Nashville, mm-hmm. you know, and there is, you know, the competition is 
you know, yeah. I mean, it's, it is, I mean, not that I'm looking to, to compete. Like even when I made the record, I actually wouldn't let myself listen to any contemporary country artists mm-hmm. because I didn't want to yeah. be influenced, be influenced yeah. or not, yeah. or knock someone off or something. But, but you know, it was just this whole thing of like, there was just so many resources that I just didn't feel like I had, mm-hmm. but there's just something about getting in motion that helps to facilitate resources. That's such right. a good they, way to put it's, that. It's, it's hard to imagine, but it is literally taking a step into nothing and watching a step appear. Right. Mm-hmm. And that seems so kind of woo-woo and like, but that is really how it's been the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that by taking that step, the step that appears can be wobbly, a little uh, scary to step on. Right. For lack of a better way to say it. it's like, mm-hmm. is this step going to be a secure one to, to step? Right. On? And whatever it's been there, the step appears. And yeah. as we take one and you know, the other thing I've been talking about a lot on my Instagram story is baby steps. Mm-hmm. And that when we look at an overall process and what it's going to take to yeah. make a record or to make a podcast mm-hmm. or to have a baby or to make dinner for Mm-hmm. crying out loud mm-hmm. you can look at the whole thing and be like nope can't do it too much too, much. too big too overwhelming too big not mm-hmm. me i'm not i'm not enough mm-hmm. i'm not enough that was the other thing i thought of is like am i too old am i too irrelevant mm-hmm. is my use by date up after american idol like right. am i expired and i have gone rusty i felt like i like i say like a rusty stretched out bobby pin that's been left on the shower <laughs> like on the shower little yeah. thing uh-huh. it's like i i when i went into the studio and i started writing it was like what do i have to say mm-hmm. this like, is like am amazing i even amazing to hear the am way i even talented enough to do something like oh, this yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like you cre- like all of those thoughts were yours just coming out of nowhere mm-hmm. all oh, yeah. of those doubts which we know are rooted in what oh yeah fear mm-hmm. fear right like it's always fear it's always fear that's mm-hmm. keeping us from just starting and just doing it. Right. I have no and doubt. And with a lot of excuses. Oh, yeah. And, raise, and your brain is really very skillful at it. Oh, very creative. Yes. I have no doubt that um, pretty much everyone listening is hopefully thinking about the first step that they haven't yet taken. Right. Yeah. That they know they've got to take. Or they just keep putting off. And and for a lot of reasons, yeah, and a for, lot and, of and reasons, and likely for like some real legit reasons. Absolutely, yeah. all my reasons were legit too. Mm-hmm. So, and all of our and all of your reasons for things that you, yeah. you know, it's taken. I mean, we've oh, got yeah. some real starters up in here, sitting across. These Beckys <laughs> are starters, but you know, I mean, it's before you start, there tends to be a road mm-hmm. of oh, like a, it, or it's it's like a battle just to get to the starting point. But really, I think. The way you win that battle is to merely start. Well, and how often, like... And a baby step it out. Bravery feels a lot like fear. Really, probably they feel exactly the same. It's just bravery you have forward motion. Yes. Right? Mm. And that pushes you out of the fear. So, wait, I'm processing this. It's actually not even out of fear. It's just fear is coming with you. Yeah. I I think what I've learned really strongly is that I don't have to stop feeling insecure I don't have to stop feeling unconfident. I don't have to feel sure of myself. Mm-hmm. I just have to do it. You have to just I just have to start doing yeah. something. And this is the big news I want to deliver to everybody. That's a big deal, Brooke. Please, mm-hmm. please don't wait till you feel good about what right. your what your circumstances are. You don't don't wait till you feel good about you. You mm-hmm. have to wait to feel like even, yeah. you know, getting on American Idol, I can't tell you how 
unworthy I, of a singer I felt like to be on that show. Mm-hmm. And somehow, somehow, yeah, I made it to fifth place mm-hmm. feeling completely like a piece of crap singer the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's shocking to me. It is sho- It is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And it was like kind of a miracle to me that this is how it works. You don't look. Yes. As you do things, the fear can dissipate or it can be like, Hey dude, take a, take a hike. Right. Or at least you can come along, but sit in the back seat. Right. And shut up. Mm-hmm. Right. But most of the time it's going to be there. And I did write a song about this called weigh me down about fear. And, um, I'm so glad. Yeah, just that it it does weigh you down. And the whole purpose of it is to indeed stop you. Mm -hmm. That there is a force in fear. Mm -hmm. And and some of it is needful, right? It's like to keep us from danger. But the truth is, is that fear often also there, it it can also propel us into this dangerous spot of doing nothing and not moving forward and not getting started and, and not just utilizing what is there in front of you. And if you were to ask your brain, and if you were to even throw prayer into it, if you're a praying type, if you believe in higher intelligence, God, universe, if you believe that it is there to support you as a creative force in the world, you just have to know it's going to be there. It's going to support you. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it might not be some big glorious thing, that not big red carpet that rolls out in front of you, yeah. but literally just little creaky steps that get you to the next point. Mm-hmm. And I did that. I've been doing that for the last year. I made a record and, um, I have two wonderful collaborators that believed in me and I believed in them and we created beautiful music and it was, and it happened all the while juggling my motherhood and it was very imperfect and I have an amazing spouse and, and those are huge blessings that I had in place, but I didn't know I had, right. I didn't know I didn't really understand those blessings and those, those steps that were in front of me until I took a step out onto yeah. to it. And so, yeah, there is just this, this, this desire, this thing you got to do is just get yourself into motion. You have to get moving. Mm-hmm. There, the idea of Nashville keeps coming back to my mind because mm-hmm. when I think about what, else other people listening are thinking about right now and everyone has their Nashville everyone yeah, has what they right. think is the thing that, that you got to go to yeah it's got to happen that way yeah it's got to happen in to that be. place right? right yeah yeah that like you said you can't wait for it to feel like this amazing massive epiphany mm-hmm. that all the stars are aligned because most of the time Whoa. that isn't how it works no it mm-hmm. is not it is not the way it works and yeah there is something to timing in life absolutely but oftentimes <laughs> i agree with you it's like you need to stop waiting for it to be the right time because mm-hmm. what is that do did i have any of us really know what that is well I think for yeah. every, if, like when you have a baby Mm-hmm. Or something, or you do something in your life. Maybe some people have the blessing of just knowing the timing. I would say the rest of us. I've never don't, met them, right? <laughs> they do because we don't. I don't think anyone ever says, "I am totally ready." I know this is like that is just not something typically you feel going into any large mm-hmm. or even small endeavor in right. in your life. Right. Right. No, Having this- that pushing pushing through. Not only the obstacles, but pushing through that insecurity boundary is what 
allows you to to move forward. You can't, you just can't negate that. You can't go around it. It's you the just only have way. to push through it. Like you have got to just. Through is the only way. Yeah. Through is the only way. And also we all know that we, we get to think what we want to think. I know. And, and so it can be just, have um, to be. yeah, they have to be intentional. They have to be chosen and they have to be, you have to stop and, and like be aware of them. Like mm-hmm. what story yes. do I cling yeah. on to for dear life all the time? Yeah. Like what death grip do I have over these thoughts or this way that it has to be mm-hmm. and this timing that it has to be. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that will, it, there's a, some like me, my thing I saw on Pinterest is like, don't let fear trick you into a boring life or don't let fear put you in a cage. Mm-hmm. Don't let fear put you in a cage. It will. And it will. Yeah. And when you look back, it can be when you start getting, when you get started, sometimes you'll look back and notice all the time you wasted not getting started. Right. And it can oh, feel, boy. it can yeah. feel like a real bummer. Like just yesterday I was practicing my guitar cause I'm getting ready to do a bunch of performing. And the truth is, is I was playing last night. I was like, imagine if you had just picked this up every day and played a little bit where you would have been by now. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling like the rustiness. And it was like one of those moments where I was like, why did I, why did yeah. I keep putting off? And there's lots of reasons we put it off. Sometimes it's insecurity. Right. And, and sometimes let's just be honest, we're being a little bit lazy. Mm-hmm. We just don't feel like it. And the not feeling like it thing will also, it will burn away burn up so much time yeah and energy and if you can just push through like the time's gonna pass anyway right yeah you might as well just do it Mm -hmm. like i just want to like shout into the microphone that it's just time it's just time to start it's time to make it happen now and don't you know you don't have to have it all figured out things don't wait for it and make the baby steps and watch what about Bob and watch that part <laughs> where he's in the office and he tells him that baby steps are the small, manageable, little tiny things that you do. Don't worry about getting out of the building. Worry about going out into the hall. And then mm-hmm. when you get into the hall, worry about getting down to the parking garage and mm-hmm. so on and so on. And this is how things happen. It is how things happen. And it seems so basic. Right. But literally, if we just sort of look at the little thing and sometimes you might hit a step it's real hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that step will be like, nope, I don't want to do what's, what's necessary to get through that step. Yeah. But it's like, if you just look at it as like, okay, get on YouTube and watch a tutorial on how to make a graphic this, or do this sort of thing on mm-hmm. Photoshop, which I just had to do last week. And I pushed back on that for so long. And finally I learned it real quick. Right. And wow. I was like, if I had just gotten over that mental <laughs> hurdle and been like, Watch the YouTube tutorial. Just do it. And then you'll learn a new thing that you didn't know how to do before. And that right. feels really freaking good. Too, it totally guys. does. Yeah. It feels so good it to does. just move, to take action, to make things, mm-hmm. to see them make, get like take shape and form. And it, and it feels really amazing to see that momentum happen and to, and to be awake in it and to be alive in it. And, and that really is the reward. Like, to me, uh, the record being done, there's there's almost a sadness to me because I'm like right. the process is really mm. where the energy is. Mm-hmm. The process is where the magic yeah. happens. Yes, the growth yes. and the progress and the new skills and the things that you learned and yeah. the person that you weren't before. Totally. And it's the becoming and it's really, 
really beautiful. And the second part where I'm at right now, I have to treat it the same way. It feels scarier to me. Right. It feels more vulnerable to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you it, like it less. I like it so much less. <laughs> okay. But also that part, the Seth Godin thing. Mm-hmm. Godin? Godin. Seth Godin. Godin. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, listen, it could be Godin. We but... want to affect change. We are creative beings. We are made to create. And it's, it is enough. It is beautiful to just make things for the joy of creating. I'm not poo pooing on that. It's great, but we are. I think there is something in us that says, no, yeah, no, no. You need to. You need to let it. You need to let it fly. Mm-hmm. You need to put it out there. You know, we can't just be. We can't hoard it. We can't yeah. protect it. We can't like keep it to ourselves. Keep it to ourselves. Yeah. And it is an act of like bravery for me to let other people yeah. hear my music at times. I mean, yeah, I that want them to sense. hear it, yeah. but it is scary. Yeah. You know, it's to push publish. Yes. Yeah. Right. To let yourself be known, to let yourself be seen, to, yeah. to be, to show up in life, to show up in the world is going to take being, in, getting out there and doing it and making it happen. Oh girl. I don't, I don't know. Drop the mic. There are so many nuggets of mm-hmm. like, there's so much that you said that I, I feel we won't go into all of my stories, but that resonate with my past experiences and yeah. that I am taking with me as we go forward because there, I want to get out of my own way. I know. Mm-hmm. We all need to get out of our own way and stop telling ourselves things that aren't truth in yeah. the first place. And that keep us from moving forward, from taking the first step. Stop thinking and start acting, right? Yes. Because yeah. you'll figure it out. The thinking gets in the way. It does. Absolutely. And and can I just say this? That even if the story that you have is true, mm-hmm. even if your story is true, like you yeah. have some real tough stories, and whatever you want to make the truth of that mean, right, is the problem yeah. most of the times. One thing that I want to say is that I want you to know that as I'm moving forward, a lot I'm still taking a lot of this crap with me. Mm-hmm. I wish I could just let it go, and I'm working on it, and I'm trying to let, I'm trying to give it to God. You know, I'm trying to yeah. do that stuff, but I'm also like a, a human being with the experience of having, you know, a brain and the complexities of having a brain and the struggles of thoughts. But like, I want you to know that you don't need to feel like whatever your notion of bravery is, you don't even have to be that notion. Like you just need to start. Mm-hmm. And if you can like separate what it means to like have to be something, it, it like you said, the overthinking, like you can take it with you mm-hmm. if you must. Right. And a lot of us m- must, mm. we must take this heavy, these heavy bags of worry or not, you know, or, doubt or or overthinking well, overthinking or your yeah. past a past experience mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. bruised you your yep. trauma mm-hmm. i have it too and we take it with us and as a matter of fact it makes the things that we make connect more often mm-hmm. with people because no one feels ready right no one feels qualified well there might be some people again we don't know them yeah but yeah. like <laughs> Everybody that you're looking at out there doing something has something. They're they're taking it with them. It just comes with them, and it's going to come with you. And I feel like don't wait for...
for those things to be gone. Don't wait for, you know, like for you to feel like you've, you've, you're not dealing with these insecurities anymore. Like just be insecure and make things yeah. Be scared and make things and make it happen and start. And, and that's and the word. It. And yes, yeah. because you can, you can be scared. You can be apprehensive. You can be nervous and you can take yeah. the step mm-hmm. you and you be, can move forward and you can move forward. Yeah. And it gives it less power when you it recognize does. Does I'm power. having, you know, I'm having an insecurity. And when you give it a name and you, you can move forward with that thing in that moment it gives that thing less power it's because true. it's no longer stopping you. It's true. And Giving you're recognizing for what it is. I, I'm so glad you brought that up because um, something I'm doing as I'm going through this process of getting ready to release and I've been processing my anxiety is I'm writing three mm-hmm. pages. If you ever read The Artist Way, it's this really great book. That I recommend no, but everybody. I've heard of it. It's yeah. Julia Cameron. Yeah, okay. You can do this it in a group familiar. setting and I did mm-hmm. it with a group of friends. Mm-hmm. Um but it's really about kind of just how to like really just kind of nurture your inner artist, which everyone has one. Everyone has one. Okay. Whether you make art or you make math or you make children, whatever you make, you're making art. Okay. But it's all about that. We all have this inner artist and how to treat it. But one thing she talks about is to do these morning pages, which is just three pages of stream of conscious writing, a thought download or whatever. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm making it a time for me to assert it out loud. To give it a name mm-hmm. and say, this is, this is what I'm feeling today. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling really worried about, you know, putting this song out. I'm worried about this part. I'm worried that people are going to take it the wrong way. Yeah. I'm worried that I'm not going to be the example that people, you know, that mm-hmm. I'm trying, you know, it, it, and all the worries, the worries, the worries. I'm worried about my, you know, am I going to be an attentive and am I being attentive enough as mom? And I can sit and I can name it. And I can put it out there. And it really yeah. does take some of the steam out of That's it. That's so awesome. Because yeah. then you can identify it. You can grasp it. And grasp you can it. just and address it. Almost. And be like, okay, I see that's yeah. there. Uh-huh. Let's keep going. Mm-hmm. Let's keep moving. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Brooke. I don't know if that's where we start. Is that what oh, we... Oh, my goodness. Is that what we... Really does good it job, even Brooke. matter? <laughs> right? Is that what we started with? Yeah. I, I don't think there's one person this doesn't apply to in some area right. today that's in their right. life. Because... That force, and I love that you said resistance because we, we've talked about this before, but when, when we talk about opposition, you know, an opposing force doesn't just act on nothing. It acts right. on other force. Right. And it you have to recognize that that strength, mm-hmm. that force, you also have strength and the opposition testifies of your strength. And I love that because... It's literally it, Murphy's Law, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's literally that thing. And just imagine, like, we just have to think about all of the creations that all exist Mm-hmm. straight lights, you know, traffic signs, light bulbs. If those people that your favorite song, the bowl of cereal that you eat, everything that we do is because somebody did it. They started, they kept mm-hmm. going, they mm-hmm. persisted through the opposition, the resistance. Good and imagine point. if we didn't have that this thing, is so if true. they didn't do it. And your thing that you have to offer is yeah, as is going to be as necessary and valid for someone. It's the change that Seth Godin, Godin is talking about. It <laughs> is the it's the impact. And and it doesn't matter how big or how little it is, but you just know that, that we are here to impact each other and to make create change with our 
with our humanity and with our our gifts and our talents. Our talents, yeah. And, our unique and, sets. And no matter how untalented you believe you are, I promise you, you can still go out there and do stuff with all that lack of talent that you think you mm-hmm. don't have or have. I, I'm going to go right. out on a limb and, and say, if you don't know what your talents and gifts are, how about ask mm-hmm. God? Ask a trusted yeah. friend. Ask your spouse. Ask yourself. Uh, yeah. Sit with yourself. All exactly. Of these, all of these sources, I think, are necessary to really sit down with. And if mm-hmm. you really were to ask yourself, what am yeah. I good at? Think you, about you it. You would just have to, if yeah. you were to be honest with yourself, like, no, seriously. Mm-hmm. Or at the very least, what do I love? Mm-hmm. What am I drawn to? What makes you feel alive? What what makes those thoughts alive? can lead you to understanding more of like what you have in you that maybe you didn't recognize right. before as a gift. Right. Mm-hmm. And then and then be willing to stink at it. Okay. Mm, and this point. is another big point is that when you decide to start, you need to be open to the reality that you're going to stink at it and you could be rejected and you could be, it could be really uncomfortable, but I promise you it's worth it. I'm here. I've existed through a lot of it, a lot of rejection. It's painful. It's really pretty awful. But you know what's really great is doing it, is making it happen and yeah. watching what happens as a result. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's both. It's miserable. It's magical. All and of I just it. think we have to do it. And, and if you're just getting started and you're not, you don't think you're good yet, you got to start first. You will not get to good unless you start. Yeah. Go. And be okay with, as Jody Moore has. Oh, we love her. <laughs> love that, Jody. Has wisely taught us, have a goal to be a B, a B minus. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm working B, on. Be cool with B minus. B minus yep. work uh-huh. yep. is okay. And for yes. a lot of us, the perfectionism is a hurdle. It's mm-hmm. a hurdle and it's the problem. It's the problem. It's the problem. That and keeps you just us have from... to look at it as, as, again, it's the same. It, perfectionism is a fear. It's, mm-hmm. We can just loop totally. back. We can just loop it back to fear. Yeah. Perfectionism is another word for, f- it's fear. Mm-hmm. And again, it will put you in a cage. It will keep you living a, not the life that you could be living. There's no it's forward true. motion in a cage. No. Nope. And also it's small and cramped. It's a very, very and small ew. space to try to. Yeah. Probably doesn't smell in. good either. Let's no. just be honest. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Brooke. The the single that you just released oh, yeah. is that it's all about this. That that's what I was going to Calico. Add. It's called Calico. Yeah. Where would people It stands for California Country. Calico. Oh, I didn't know oh, that. That's, that's where cool. it comes from. Oh. And I wrote this song. And the lyrics are I always told myself I get to Nashville where all the country gold is made. Well, I prayed to find a way. I guess it wasn't in God's will because my roots grew deep in the dirt of L.A. And that would be my children, my husband's job, our home. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen my name in the neon lights of the honky-tonks. But that's all right because this is the wild, wild west where the weather is better and the Eagles did it best. Carol was the king of the radio. Here we call it Rodeo, not Rodeo, where there ain't no rules and anything goes. You just got to make it up. You just got to do your best. Who knows what that process is? Mm-hmm. And we can all get together down in Calico. That's what it is. That's what it's about. It's about Ameri- and I have a cool. verse about American Idol and how I didn't plan on doing that, mm-hmm. and, it, and I did it, and it was better, and it was good, and it was worth it. At the time yeah. of recording this together, we haven't had the opportunity you to hear even heard it, it yet, yet. I know. and I cannot wait. And yet, by the time this does go out, yeah. everyone now at this moment has an opportunity. 
and I'm going to say it because Brooke hates marketing herself. Yes. <laughs> I am going to market for her and, and say, for it. listen, I can't wait to listen because the message of it, it's everything we've been talking about. Yeah. It. It's everything that you've been feeling. And it's everything that we know is a message that needs to be heard and felt so that we can all take that forward motion for sure and do what we know we're supposed to do mm-hmm. now. And, you, and it's it's in you. Like the thing is, we can say all day long we don't know, but if you really were mm-hmm. to be honest with yourself, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You just push it real far down, so it's hard to access. Mm-hmm. And we get so good at doing that. So just start. Thank you for inspiring us. Well, for real. For, thank you for this. Thank you for, you know, having me. Having you sit on the floor with I, us. I'm a floor sitter. I have a sweet hotel. I want, you, I want you to know I'm a floor sitter. I've enjoyed this evening so much. And I'm so, you know, I'm just thankful that you would think to have me. So, Well, if you, you guys so want to connect more with Brooke, you can Come find her me. on the Instagram. You at can find me there. Real Brooke, Real Brooke White. That's harder to say. It is. Or maybe it's just because it's late. I wish it was just Brooke White, but it's a long story. That's another story for yeah, another day. Real Brooke, Real Brooke White. White. Follow her. <laughs> and and where do people find your music? What is the best way to... It's going to be everywhere. Okay. Spotify. Go, girl. Apple Music. Get it. Amazon. Go, you. Google. Oh. YouTube. iTunes. It all counts. Unless you rip it off somewhere don't do that but, don't do but, that but the thing is there's so many streaming services now that are free so just yeah. do that and it counts so mm-hmm. that's so um, cool yeah support your support your local artists mm-hmm. and, um, yeah that's where you can find me and um well we support that's awesome. you i appreciate the support i really seriously do. i can't wait to hear it and i can't wait to hear the rest of the album which is going to be released i think you said uh well the whole record i have not put out that date oh okay but i will just say Stay this tuned. much mm-hmm. that there will be a slew of singles happening every three weeks oh, for so a while good. until it releases so exciting. so excited a summerish date oh i love summerish. it a summerish date yes mm-hmm. a right, warm but, day but all i'm saying is there's just lots of new music coming so that's, that's fantastic. fantastic that's great and here we go here we, we go it. exactly mm-hmm. and you took the steps that it took you to go, get girl. it done yes we're proud of you and i'm designing all of my own artwork and t-shirts and flowers. Oh. And again, you know, there's not someone else that I can have do that. It's me right now. So make, we just got to make it happen. That kind That's of makes awesome. it even that much more incredible. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Getting really after does. it. You guys connect with Brooke. Connect yes. with us. Connect with the Beckys, please. Oh, <laughs> all day long. Yes. We're all having a good time in the stories, by the way. I know. I mean, Aren't it's a good place it? to it hang is out. It's so good. So. It just feels good, that real, real connections. It sure mm-hmm. does. We love it. We love you guys. We want you to have the best week. We hope that you are feeling above everything else, a little bit more connected with your own purpose and your desires and your goals and, and let the, letting the fear go. And with that, we will be with you guys next week. Take just care. get out there and do it. Yeah, for the at the love. very least, just let it come with you. Right. Do that. If you can't get rid of it, just say, all right, fine. We're, we're going. We're it's going like to anyway. tell your kids. <laughs> yes, right. I'm leaving in two minutes. Bye. Yes. You're in the car. You're not. Yes. Oh, <laughs> get your shoes on. Best Fear. idea. Get your shoes on. Let's We're go. moving. Get in the car right now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Whether you want to or not. That's right. Whether I want you to or not. That's yeah. Right. Oh, thank you so much. Pack it up. All right. Thank you guys. Thank you, Brooke. Love you both. Okay. We love, love every big love fest around here. All right, you guys. See you next week.
This is Cultivate a Good Life, episode 27. Make it happen where We're going to you- need to do that again. Oh. That was <laughs> not good. Yeah. Because you're like, the episode 20, make okay. it happen. Okay. <laughs> you got to say, make it Okay. Put some you gotta make, huevos make on that. that. <laughs> make it happen. Make it happen. Make it happen. Make it happen. You gotta put some <gasps> Mariah Carey on it. Yes. Okay, so obviously Brooke needs to do the intro. That just He's became. gonna make it happen. My mom my mom mm. sang that. We'll we'll do that and we'll put that on there later. We'll, we'll get oh, it on yeah. there later. Oh yeah, that's gonna happen. It's all recording. Okay. Oh, oh we're recording oh, right yeah. now. She yeah. does this. Hey. All the time. <laughs> hey, sing something else. My mom's this is her go to song, make it happen. <laughs> Okay, are you excited, Brooke? I'm excited. Are you feeling it? I'm feeling it. I mean, it's only like midnight. It's what 9:46. The <laughs> night is young. Like... Let's jump. Let's get dive, dive in. I feel like it's 1:45 even... in the morning. It does well. Wait, and it is an hour later in AZ. Yeah. So you're still kind of rolling on it AZ is. time. It's, That's why I feel more tired. It is 10:46 right now. You where old you woman, are. buck I'm up, old dog. Are you making fun of me? I, w- I literally I was sitting it. here with my uh, hand on my face. You know what face. I thought you did? I, I thought it was good. Brooke I thought you made that happen. I'm sorry. I, I was just going to tell you. Happen. Good job. And you said, are you judging me or whatever? <laughs> are you reading? Are you, are you <laughs> feeling a look? Are you, me? Are you, are you you're reading deep into her facial yeah. expressions? We read each other a lot. 